Great. Go. Okay, recording. Hi, I'm Patricia. Welcome to the 20th episode of A Breath of Song. I am simply delighted about today because Ishka Shear is joining us for a songwriter conversation. Hi, Ishka. Hi, Patricia. Thanks for having me today. Poet Andrea Gibson said, We have to create. It's the only thing louder than destruction. It's the only chance the bars are going to break. We are here to find wellness, one song at a time, to be louder than destruction, to break bars. Trust me, your voice is just perfect for this. I'm coming to you straight from my home in Vermont, and Ishka, tell us where you're calling from. I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. Yay. All of our voices will turn up as they are today. No matter what, we can feel the connection to our breath and vibration in our body. Let's find how good it can feel to sing. Last week, I shared Ishka's song, You Gotta Move Slow. Today, Ishka will be teaching us another song of hers called Grateful. We'll sing it several times so it can settle inside you and you can begin to trust it as a resource. Let it move you into a state of flow. Then we get to enjoy a conversation with Ishka and we'll close out with the song again at the end. By that time, hopefully you'll have forgotten it and bringing it back will help you remember. So let's just start with a good yawn stretch. Maybe roll your shoulders a bit, stretch your back. Ishka's doing this with me. <laughs> hmm. Opening space in your body. Oh, whatever feels good. <sighs> Letting your breath soften your face. Soften your neck and letting it expand your ribs and your back and down into your belly. Let's do some sighs of appreciation. turn it over to you to share the song. Wonderful. Thank you, Patricia. Um, This is a pretty easy song, so I'm just going to start singing it. It's two parts. um, We'll we'll go with the first one, and then hopefully you'll join me after hearing it once or twice. Hmm. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here on this planet, Living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. Hopefully you'll join me now. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do. Feeling grateful. And then there's a part two that comes in. It overlaps, so it'll be hard to hear it just my voice, but you'll you'll hear in the recording additional voice. I am here. This is life. I'm grateful. I am here. This is life. I'm grateful. Let's do that again. I am here. This is life, I'm grateful. I am here, this is life, I'm grateful. 
when I'm going to start putting part one and part two together, I'm just going to keep repeating them first and second. And you can sing with me, or you can sing the opposite part once you're prepared, once you feel like you've, you've, you're holding it and you, you know it. Feel free to harmonize. Feel free to, to play with the song however works for you. Maybe close your eyes and imagine yourself walking. Imagine what it is you're grateful for as you sing these words. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here, this is life. I'm grateful. I am here. This is life. I'm grateful. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here. This is life. I'm grateful. I am here. This is life. I'm grateful. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here on this planet, Living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here, this is life, I'm grateful. I am here, this is life, I'm grateful. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. Grateful. I am here on this planet, this is living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here, this is life, I'm grateful. I am here, this is life, I'm grateful. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here, this is life, I'm grateful. I am here, this is life, I'm grateful. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here, this is life, I'm grateful. I am here, this is life, I'm grateful. Let's do it one more time a little slower. I am here on this planet, living my life. Doing what I do, 
feeling grateful I am here on this planet living my life doing what I do feeling grateful I am here this is life I'm grateful I am here this is life I'm Thanks for allowing me to slow that down at yeah. the end. I notice for myself, um, when I sing this song, depending on the pace that I sing it, and depending on the key, whether I'm singing it lower or higher, it brings out different emotion and different feels. Um, sometimes it's happier and peppier, and sometimes it's more, you know, introspective and reflective of what's going on. Because sometimes the things, sometimes it's challenging to find the things we're grateful for um, mm. when when times are challenging, and sometimes, you know, sometimes it's easy because life is rocking um and so that song for me can be used you know in either either life is amazing or life is challenging moments beautiful thank you so much for bringing this song to us yeah absolutely thanks for asking for it it sits so easily in my body and it feels like such a great song to keep me moving along Mm. well let's see I was hiking. I was hiking in New Zealand when that song just kind of made itself up in my head. So it was a walking song. It was a movement song. And yeah, I was feeling lonely in the moment, but I was in epically beautiful places. And so I was feeling grateful for my experiences and my location. And I was feeling challenged just to be to be feeling lonely and to be feeling lack of community at that moment in yeah. life. So how is it that you come to write songs at those kinds of moments? Do you have any idea what makes a song appear? Um, I don't usually intentionally have the thought of, ooh, I'm going to write a song. It's usually just I'm in the woods by myself feeling a feel. So it could be, you know, whatever feel is alive and present with me in the moment. And sometimes it's a tune that pops in first, and sometimes there's words. These songs are, are more like little mantras. They're more little messages that... I need to hear, that I need to remember, that I need to feel in my body. And so, you know, I can I can have the thought of, oh yeah, I feel grateful right now. But if I'm singing that song for 10 or 15 minutes, even in my head, I can sing it in my head, I can sing it out loud. That's when I feel like it really comes through and I feel it and I accept the, the message and the words. Yeah. So Iska, I know why I asked you to come on this show, right? I wanted your perspective on making music locally, as enjoying music without a professional gloss. It's really important to me that people experience music as something that they each have permission to do, you know, um, including songwriting and singing and healing with sound and song and mantra. And can you tell me why you agreed to come and talk with me? Yeah. Oh, I love the podcast. I love the idea. And I really appreciate that you do bring songs and song leaders from from different backgrounds together. I, I'm not a musician. I don't call myself a musician. I don't really call myself a singer. I'm someone who sings. I love singing. It is a big part of my life. My, my birth middle name is Daughter of Song. And I feel like I've been singing my whole life. I have memories as a toddler making up songs. And so, you know, I don't have the music theory. I don't know all the lingo and the language of music, but I feel it in my body. Like I said, I don't write the songs. I just sing the songs. 
and and I yeah I want other people to know that they have permission also to sing I hear so many people say like oh you have a beautiful voice I wish I had a good voice and I'm like oh it's it's not about having a good voice it's not about quote-unquote knowing how to sing it's about freeing your voice and allowing whatever sounds need to come out you know some sometimes sometimes my sounds are like uh, what like it's I and sometimes I'm yelling you know it what might come out of me in the moment is a song and what might come out of me is a loud obnoxious um just a feeling sound I wish that we all grew up knowing that that was okay and that that is that is a way of expressing and so yeah I love when I love when my vocal expressions are beautiful and they don't always need to be and yeah people who maybe have fear and have been have a story have been told that they can't sing I I super believe that if we just start using our voices and finding more comfort that we all Mm -hmm. can sing yeah yeah me too so what's the first sound you usually make in the morning Uh, oh, it's something like, it's, it's, yeah, it's just whatever needs, you know, it's like when you stretch your body in the morning and your, your fascial tissue has, your connective tissue has gotten stiff. My, my voice has gotten stiff overnight. And so I just need to make my little, little movement, vocal exercise mm. sounds. Yep. Those are my first great. sounds in the morning. Great. Those are great go-to sounds. I like them. <laughs> Tell me what's a way that you take care of yourself other than singing then? Well, hiking, walking, and biking are... Oh, and eating great food. And great food for me means coming from my garden, coming from the forest. But yeah, I'd say a lot of my songs show up when I'm in the woods. A lot of my singing happens in the woods, moving my body in the forest. That is how I mostly take care of myself. That is what brings me joy. Do you think the taking care of yourself makes space for the songs to appear or do you think that the songs are part of how you're taking care of yourself whether do you know what I mean is this chicken egg yeah um mm. it's funny because there there's some moments that I'm that I'm hiking in the woods by myself and I just start singing and there's other times that I have a thought of oh why am I not singing I like I could be singing right now and then I'll start. So it's right. I, I'd say it depends on my mood that sometimes it just feels so natural. I also think that it's wonderful to be in the forest quiet. Mm. So I'm listening. I'm listening to the bird song. I'm listening to the insect song. I'm listening to the rustle of the leaves in the wind. There's so many sounds and songs happening. And then sometimes I want to contribute my own voice and my own song to the soundscape of mm. the forest. Beautiful. Yeah. Professionally, one of the things that you do that I found really fascinating is that you cuddle. Can we talk a little bit? Can you tell us a little bit about how cuddling is a form of caring? Mm, Absolutely. Yeah. I believe that we live in an extremely touch-deprived society. Um, Our culture does not teach us and show us how to receive and offer safe consensual touch especially platonically. The majority of people who don't have romantic partners do not get that much touch in their lives. Maybe a handshake or occasional hug from a friend, family member, coworker. But I think that it's the touch is so important to to many people's well-being and mental state of health. And so my current career is therapeutic cuddler 
touch cuddling is therapy and then I actually bring song into some of my sessions Mm. Um, I offer it some clients ask for it some people say they don't want songs but yeah some clients you know they people talk people share what's going on for them and they relax and they lay there and you know imagine yourself or I, I can imagine myself as a child bedtime I laid down my mother cuddled with me and she sang me songs to go to sleep she sang me songs to relax me um and sometimes songs can express things that words can't like for me to for me to say words to a person let's see I'm just trying to find find song lyrics at the moment um how could anybody ever tell you you are anything Mm -hmm. less than beautiful Mm -hmm. like that is a song that came up with a client a couple weeks ago where I wouldn't, I wouldn't have said those words. I wouldn't have found the right words to speak to him. But he asked for a song. He said, can, can you just sing me a song as he curled up in my arms? And, and that's what popped into my head. And, you know, it, it moved him. He felt it. And it just felt right in the moment. And so sometimes people request songs. And sometimes I've had clients who they say a phrase. They say, they say a thing that they know they need to hear. And they ask if I'll turn it into a song. So I might, you know, I'll just take the sentence they said and put it to a tune and sing it over and over. Mm. This is where the mantra, like I said earlier, just like hearing a sentence once, you hear it, sure. But hearing it in like a soft, sweet, melodic, um, repetitive way, I think really sometimes can penetrate through our skin and in, into deeper parts of our bodies and our beings. Yeah, that's so beautiful. That yeah. song, the um, How Could Anyone Ever Tell You, is by Libby Roderick, and I'll put a link to that in the show mm-hmm. notes so that people can find it. Perfect. Such a healing message. I have used that for myself. <laughs> what is the earliest song memory you have? You said you remember your mom singing to you. Is that one of your earliest memories? Do you remember anything that she sang? Or do you have other early songs? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah I, the first one that popped in my head was, um, I love you, a bushel and a peck, a bushel and a peck, and a hug around the neck. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. It's a great question because I'm like, oh yeah, what there there was hordes of songs that my mother sang to me. My mother was a cantor, so she sang in the synagogue. I grew up car ride. She was doing her voice vocal vocal lessons. She was you know practicing and and doing scales. And so as a kid, I remember sitting in the backseat of the car with with mom in the front. Um, yeah, and I, I just I have memories of looking out the window making up songs like really no one ever told me that it wasn't okay to make up songs so I did it it was actually funny to go back to the New Zealand trip real quick I was hitchhiking off of a trail and talking with a woman from another country and I I was just like hey can I sing you a song that I just kind of made up while hiking and I sang her this song about there's no rush to move on that like to be present and to enjoy where you are in the moment and after singing to her, she, she was like, wow, that's so cool. I have never thought to make up songs while backpacking. And I said, well, what do you do when, when you're, you know, for days at a time by yourself? And she said, I make up stories. Oh, <laughs> and so I asked her to share some of And yeah, she, she shared some of the stories that she makes up. And it was so cool just to realize our brains are active. Our brains are creating and for me, I got a message as a child that I could create through song. And yeah, we all just, we all create our arts uh-huh. differently. 
Yeah. Oh, fabulous. I know you've gone to some of the large group singing festivals. And I'm wondering, mm-hmm. I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about what singing in a group is like as opposed to singing when you're hiking. Mm, they're, in some ways, they're absolutely different, and in some ways, they're kind of the same. Singing by myself, there's no inhibitions. I can just do exactly as I want. Singing in a group is powerful. There's so many voices and and I find that when you have, you know, even just 20 or 30, but especially if you're looking at like 2 to 500 voices together, there's such power. All the voices kind of blend together. People are free with their harmonies. When there's rounds or overlapping songs, they really just click into place in a way that one or three voices just they don't get there the same way. A thing that I love about the singing gatherings is the learning and exchanging of songs. Mm. A lot of the songs that I sing are songs that I learned from other people who shared them. And some of these songs are from, you know, quote unquote, famous song leaders, um, song leaders that you'd recognize their voices and you've heard their songs. And those are wonderful songs to carry. But you'll often find me in the kitchen. I'm, I'm the cook for a number of these song gatherings and exchanging songs with people who show up to volunteer in the kitchen. Often it's songs that people have never shared. And, and they're like, oh, yeah, I, I made up this little song, you know, last year, and I sing it to myself, yada, yada, this story. And then next thing you know, there's 10 voices singing together, holding this song that has never been shared out loud. And it's fun because we're usually cutting and chopping and washing and prepping vegetables and meal for everybody to eat. And so, you know, we're, we're singing and creating and I, some people would say, you know, we're praying over the food. We're just creating good vibes. Um, that's so funny. I'm not. <laughs> good vibes is not a phrase that usually comes out of me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm totally sidetracked from your original question of singing in a group. So for me, I'm noticing that the singing under a main tent with hundreds of people is freaking powerful. And... I actually think that I value the smaller, newer voices who are sharing songs for first or second time. I can show up to one of these gatherings and there are hundreds of songs that are going to be sung. And so it's kind of like walking into a library. You know, you look around and there's so many, there's so many books, there's so many songs to choose from. And this is my opportunity to find the ones that speak to me, to find the ones that I want to know and learn and carry and share and to really hold their messages. So that's why I go to the gatherings because I feel like I've been singing the same songs all year. Like, ooh, what else is there? It's also, you know, a re-meeting of old friends, songs that I've forgotten about that last year or five years ago, you know, they were nice. They were fun to sing in the moment and I haven't sung them since. And depending on where I am in life, depending on my emotional state, different songs are going to jump out to me. It's been sweet sometimes, you know, I'm listening to old recordings and there's a song that I believe that maybe I only learned a year or two ago. And then I'm listening to recordings from 10 years ago. I'm like, oh my gosh, I learned that song so long ago and it just didn't mean anything to me in the moment. And now, you know, now it's one of my go-tos. Now it's one of my medicine songs. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's that's what I get out of the singing gatherings is is the learning and remembering and sharing. It's fabulous. 
<laughs> tell me, tell me which ones you know about or which ones you regularly go to, and I'll stick links for that in the resources mm. session so that people can find people who haven't maybe haven't gone to large song gatherings or didn't know they existed. I know they probably don't exist at this moment because of COVID, but things are changing. So I actually feel hesitant to share. Okay. Um, because, and, and you can cut this or share it. Um, there are certain gatherings that I go to that I don't recommend people go to anymore because of personal experiences or my, um, let's see, like this is, this is a whole bigger other side of my life of accountability. There, there's some of the song gatherings have people have leadership who have caused harm mm. and there hasn't been any sort of accountability and so I don't really want to promote those events mm. and then the event that I think is the best that I decided two years ago before COVID ooh, if I'm only going to go to one song gathering this is the one they fill up usually within six hours of putting tickets up for sale so I don't oh. I don't want to promote them because they're already over overwhelmed okay yeah <laughs> And they, in my opinion, they have their shit together. Like, they're doing the work. There was, when you're hosting a big event, have you been to any of these big events? No, I haven't. When you're hosting a big event of a couple hundred people, you want to keep to your schedule. Like, okay, you know, we have breakfast. We have morning circle. We, you know, we keep morning circle short and concise because we want to jump into the song circles because that's why we're here. And a couple years ago, morning circle, and someone got up and was like, hey, y'all. There's this big, heavy topic we need to talk about. We asked a participant to go home last night because he'd been treating someone inappropriately. His behaviors were harming someone. We're going to put song circles on hold right now. We're going to talk about this because we value we value safety and community above the singing, actually. And that wowed me so much. And that it, it then became a bigger discussion. It wasn't a like oh, we're going to hide this thing that happened. We're not going to talk about it. And and I think some people were frustrated that that's, you know, they're like, I am here to sing. Like, I don't want to give 45 minutes to this thing. But I think ultimately it's creating safety. And for people who, who don't want to talk about those types of things, maybe they'll go to different gatherings. But now I'm just ranting and on a, a tangent. Yeah. That listening, we have a lot of listening to go, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So usually at around this point, mm -hmm. I would head into the lightning round. Okay. And usually the first, which is where I ask short questions, short answers. And usually the first question I ask is what's an album that's important to mm -hmm. you? And um, when I sent you this set of questions before so that you could actually give lightning quick answers, you said, ah, that's not a great question for me. And I'm wondering <laughs> if you would tell people why that is. Because I loved your response to this. Well, I don't remember anymore what my response was, but funnily enough, I, I often tell people that I don't like music. And it's for people who know me, they, they just look at me with, you know, a face. I, I don't know the names of most musicians. I don't know many band names. I don't know. I sometimes turn the radio on, but... For me, music is not the stuff that comes on the radio. It is not the recorded and mastered and mass-produced stuff. That's not what I value. That's not what brings me joy. For me, it, it is really just like laying outside in the grass with a friend, singing and playing with our voices together. That is what music to me is. And so to say an album, I'm like, oh, I don't... Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> I get all shy because honestly, I can't tell you any albums. I could like list some bands that I know of. I just think of song leaders' names. That's fabulous. <laughs> That's great. So we can leave it there. I right. actually, I'm curious to know what would your mom say? Your mom was a cantor. Is your take on music something that is a natural outgrowth of her take on music or is it a reaction to her take on music or I, are you willing to speak to that I, it's a very personal question yeah, no, no, I mean to. she I I as a child in the car and at home she was playing albums you know we had record player we were listening to the Beach Boys and the, the Bee Gees and the uh, Beatles I don't know like core bands <laughs> this is my brain just stumping because that that is not a well exercised piece of my brain um yeah we, li- we listen to a lot of stuff and I enjoy it but I don't seek it out I seek mm. out singing I don't seek out shows and concerts and albums <laughs> lightning round so these are yes. quicker, quickie answers what's your favorite soup mm, depends on what's growing in the garden so last night I made a squash soup with squash, tomatoes, green beans, onions, and garlic and herbs from the garden. So that's going to be my favorite right now because that's what's mm, fresh. Yum. What's your favorite replacement <laughs> curse word when you're in a space where you feel like Grah! you're not allowed to swear? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just a noise, not even a word. It's, it expresses better. Great. What's a sound you feel strongly about? Yeah, that, so I just did it. The like the mm. deep because mm, I feel it. I feel it in my belly and I feel it in my chest. And it can be yeah, it can mean so many things. Great. Who is a song leader? So I'm going to ask you to kind of slide towards somebody you know that we could find on the internet somewhere. Okay. We could listen to a little bit. Is there a song leader that you wish more people oh, knew about? Oh, there's two that just popped up. Yeah, I would say Amy Ringel was the first one. The way that she brings songs and her enthusiasm, and she can take any little ditty and make it rock. She is so good at bringing the group and the energy together to be so powerful. The second one that came in is Lindsay Scott. I love her songs. Um, her songs have, have been medicine and have really helped me sometimes through difficult times. Mm-hmm. Lindsay Scott is in the oh, podcast. Perfect. Episode I ooh, sixteen. Cool. Um, and Amy, of course, is is also she's she's on my list. Great. Fabulous. Before we close, would you like people to find you somewhere and follow your projects online or not? Um, Up to you. Yeah, people can can follow me. I mean, my primary thing is cuddling, and I think I only have one song on my website. Um, my website is holdmeavl.com. And so that's mostly cuddle related. And then actually, because I knew I was going to have this interview with you, I started a, there's like, what is it even called? <laughs> what, did, what did I do? <laughs> um, goodness. Because I knew I was going to be on this podcast, I started a SoundCloud this week, and um, mm. I just put up really basic recordings. They're not harmonized. They're not overlaid because I don't have the technical knowledge on how to do that. But if, if someone's just looking for some simple songs, I, I would say I specialize in simple singing. I love, I love the six-part challenging overlays that some people bring, and... Since for me, my, my songs are more just like little mantra reminders, 
recorded them simple. You can round them. You can harmonize with them. You can play with them. Maybe there's a message in there that's the right message for you. Maybe there's not, but if you yeah, if you go to SoundCloud and just type in my name, Ishka, I-S-H-K-A, Sheer, S-H-I-R, you should be able to find me, and I think I've got like 15 or 18 songs up at the moment. Fabulous. And I will also put those links in the okay. show notes, so if people want to look for them there, that's great. So a huge thank yeah. you, Ishka, for joining us, and a huge thank you to our listeners. I'm so glad you're singing with us. Let me remind you that reviewing, hearting, sharing the podcast really makes a difference, helping people we don't even know yet find these songs and these songwriters and these perspectives. Visit abreathofsong.com to see the lyrics, Patti Piotrowski's artwork, to sign up to know when the next episode is released and get little secret nuggets. Suggest a song or songwriter for the podcast and leave something in the tip jar to help cover costs. Before I get paid, 25% is donated to the Jazz Foundation of America, and I talk a bit about why that is in the intro episode. And I've already made the first big donation from the podcast for that. It's very exciting to me. So let's sing Grateful again to help our brains remember it. And of course, you can always download this episode and listen as many times as you'd like. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do feeling grateful i am here on this planet living my life doing what i do feeling grateful i am here this is life i'm grateful i am here this is life i'm grateful I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here on this planet, living my life, doing what I do, feeling grateful. I am here, this is life, I'm grateful. I am here. This is life. I'm grateful. I am here on this planet. Living my life. Doing what I do. Feeling grateful. I am here on this planet. Living my life. Doing what I do. Feeling grateful. I am here. This is life. I'm grateful. I am here, this is life, I'm grateful. Oh, thanks Patricia for sharing time with me today. Thanks so much for coming, it was such a delight. Thank you to our listeners for joining Ishka and me today for A Breath of Song. I'm grateful that you're taking care of yourselves and listening to your own voice. I believe making a better world starts with tuning in to ourselves and each other, which is what we just did. So yay us. <laughs> Next time we'll plant another song. Be well. Should I push stop now? Absolutely. Absolutely.